And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like we got to really start making some money on this show. I think, I think we can take this show to a place where neither of us need to work. We'll be just financially solvent. We'll have money coming in. I don't want to work anymore. How do we make it happen? Well, the first thing we should do is build an audience. Speaking of which, welcome to this episode of DDT Wrestling. All right. I'm Doc Manson at Doc Manson, joined as always by DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Say hi to the folks, good DC. Hi, folks. Give us money. Yeah, I think we should start doing that. Patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling. We should probably just try hawking that at the beginning of the shows, throughout the show. We've already established that nobody but Glenn is listening to the ends of the shows. So That's true. We should do we that probably, part in the first. Yeah. <laughs> Doc Manson, anything you want to say before we start the show? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling. And if you think that you might like what you've heard, but you haven't heard yet, well, uh... Jeez, I don't know how that's going to go, but you know, we'll have to, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll, we'll, we'll send it back but and yeah, forth. We'll spitball. No, All right. No. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling done with this whole work thing. I, I met yeah, only someone, a good another 30 years, right? <clears throat> it. I met someone who said that they had been an administrator at a school for 39 years. And I was like, I don't want to do anything for 39 years. Not even this podcast. <laughs> Let's see, when did we start? 2015, I think. 2016, uh-huh. 2015. <clears throat> so. Yeah, 2015, I believe. 2015, so that would be 20. Do I want to be doing this podcast in 2054? I think you do. How old would I be in 2054? <laughs> 71? <laughs> well, I won't be alive that long. Oh, stop. So. Would you stop it with that? You're going to outlive us all of us, Doc Manson. You'll outlive us all. Because you'll have uploaded your consciousness into a uh, into the cloud, of, some sort of yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that, but do you think you'd be able to like, do, if you could get your consciousness uploaded, could you like just kind of tool around the internet, or would you just be like a repository of memories and thoughts? Well, I imagine at first, well, I imagine it's just a repository to begin with. But if the technology were to remain sentient and Tour, tool around the internet, and by all means, up- upload me into that. But yeah, that's kind of what I want. I want to just be like, you know, I'll I'm just... fine to be in the repository until such a time that there's an Android body that I can be uploaded into to rejoin the physical world. Mm-hmm. Um, what if they said, okay, we could do it, and we'll do a pretty decent replica of your head? But you'll need to have the rest of your body will need to be that of some sort of arachnid, you know, <laughs> legs sort of thing. I think that could work out. Yeah, I'd be like, I, you know, I don't know if my wife would appreciate it, but yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be fine. Think of how much, you know, if we all if that was just where we all headed, think of, <clears throat> you know, we wouldn't take up as much space. We wouldn't need, you know, probably wouldn't need to eat as much, if anything at all. So. All right. I am down for this glorious future of yours. Thank you. You were down for some wrestling this uh, this weekend. Weird, you, right? 
you know, you mentioned it, I believe, in the bestie chat. Um, start sending us some emails and, you know, you can support us on Patreon. We'd appreciate it. But start sending us some emails and you, too, can be part of the bestie chat. And um, you mentioned that, you know, you were potentially going to watch the UK takeover Blackpool 2. I wound up coming over, bringing far too much food, as I usually do. And, thank you uh, again. That was awesome. Thank you for I paying. feel bad for only giving you $10, because I should have given you at least double that. <laughs> you, paid for, you paid for either most of your food or almost all of your wife's food. So you can decide... Who owes me money? Oh, it's definitely her, because that money came out of my wallet. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> then you only owe me three dollars. Yes. <clears throat> the bond me, I'll pay for myself, because that was just that yeah, was, that was, a waste. That was a waste of not five fulfilling, bucks. not fulfilling at all. I expected some sort of transformative experience, like we had with the pho, and even the noodle bowl that I tend to get now. Even that was really good, but this was just a, a sandwich on slightly stale bread. Yeah. And the thing is, the sandwich part, there wasn't enough sandwich. It was all bread. Like, they needed to have at least triple the meat in there in order for me to actually have enjoyed that sandwich, I think. Yeah. No, I agree. And maybe, like I said, we got the barbecue pork one because I love that barbecue pork. And maybe that was my mistake. Perhaps if I had gotten the cold cut one, that what it would be a traditional. What kind of cold cuts are in there? That look. I don't know. I, I will look it up. Yeah, um, but I gotta say, uh, although I, I I I say my wife owes you money, full disclosure, uh, the following day, got home from work, her meal was still in the fridge, <laughs> so I actually ate both of them. <laughs> <clears throat> and I gotta say, while I did enjoy the noodle meal, I prefer the pho. I really do. I think that's fair. I think I'm gonna have to get that the pho again the next time because i've had the noodle meal now twice i think maybe three times in a row and yeah. it, it's delicious that pork is amazing but i, I kind of want the soup now yeah and the pork really is amazing that's the thing like the meat itself is good and I, don't be wrong the noodles are good and all and i liked everything with it the cucumber slivers and the lettuce and all that but i don't know there's something about that broth uh, yeah. it's just so tasty all right, why am I having a hard time finding this? Because I had the menu. This is great radio. This is why oh, we're not so good. This is why we're not building an audience cuz well, I mean, you we've got some emailers this week who aren't every week emailers. So That's true. If we can get those right, people interested to get their phone friends <clears throat> interested. So, these are the options you can get mm -hmm. um, at this particular place. You can get barbecue chicken, barbecue beef, barbecue pork. Or there's the cold cuts, which is sliced pork belly. Yeah, that's delicious. Vietnamese ham. I don't know what that is, but okay. Pate. What is pate again? It's like a mixed, it's like a spread. It's like a meat spread, I think. And a homemade mayonnaise, which I would have to pass on because I really don't like mayonnaise. Why do I get the feeling that pate is like liver? Or is that not true? Are you looking that one up? I'm going to, but what is mm. pate? P A T. Most famous pate is probably pate de foie gras. I can't pronounce this stuff. Foie Made gras. from the livers of fat and geese. So yeah, that's, that's what I was foie gras. Okay. So it's a paste pie or loaf consisting of a force meat that at least contains liver. Okay. Well, that sounds disgusting. No, thank you. 
But see, the weird thing is that I would try. It's the mayonnaise that I'm stuck on. <laughs> Come the hell on. I don't like mayonnaise. Yeah, but, okay. Um, but yeah, so maybe maybe we're just not bond me people. Maybe, maybe not. we'll just <clears throat> we'll make our own bond me. Be like, we'll just get the cold cuts we want and just make. But it's gonna wind up for me being like an Italian sandwich, which is not yeah, yeah, me, me too. at all. Capicol. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I got some pork that belly. The, the pork belly sounded good. Yeah, but I got some Capicol uh, the other day for like a sandwich, and my wife walked by and she was like, "What happened to you eating sliced turkey?" Like that's or like sliced chicken that's healthier for you. I said, yes, it is. <laughs> and then proceeded to keep. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So we watched some wrestling this weekend. We did. You came over. You brought me food. That was a wondrous gesture. And we watched NXT UK Blackpool 2. Now, when was the last time you had watched wrestling before this? I don't know. Did you watch Survivor Series? Yes. So probably that? Yeah, probably that. GQ came over for that. Did you come over for that? No. No. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Maybe I did. I think GQ um, did. So it had been a couple of months since you had seen wrestling, and you don't watch NXT UK. So you Not weren't really. super familiar with the talents involved. The night before, I did watch the NXT UK Go Home show yeah. for Blackpool 2. So I, I at least had that leg up, having had seen that. Although that just sort of led to some confusion, because honestly, one of the things from that show that I actually really liked and I was looking forward to was maybe a, a Dave Mastiff versus Cassius Oh No match, yes. and of course that wasn't on the show, which I thought no, was really. No, I weird. assume that will be on tomorrow's show unless they do some sort of if they haven't gotten tapings done yet i'm assuming that'll be on the next recorded show that, yeah you know, i just they, think it's weird to have something like that happen on the show before a live event but it's not meant for that live event i'm just not used to that i guess it doesn't happen often so that was my expectation and i was wrong to expect things i guess but you know is what it is. Yeah. I, I like Dave Mastiff. I saw him uh, up against Kona Reeves on that television show. He mm -hmm. seemed good, and I think that's probably the reason why I wanted to see that match. And I appreciated. I, I was. I appreciated that you think that I look like Dave Mastiff. Yeah, like you'd have to grow the <clears throat> beard out like majorly. Sure. sure. And let's be fair. You'd also have to put on more than a few pounds. Thank you. That, that means a lot as well. But. Uh, I could totally I like could you know. Yeah, well, I, I hope you never do. No, but like, there's something about that facial structure and the beard, and I don't know. Just don't get me wrong. The nose is all wrong. It's not you. Uh, he's got a little dainty nose, and you it's do not. not. As, it's not as bulbous <laughs> as mine. I, I got a, I got a honker. Yeah, but but there's just something to it, and you know the way that he uh, he was throwing himself around the ring and the camera shake and the entrance. I just, I don't know, I could totally see you doing that whole super heavyweight thing. Again, not that you are a super heavyweight, but I just feel like 
again, full disclosure, in the draft, you're doing the big Haas wrestling thing. I am. I just, somehow I just feel like that's your style. It even is. Though, I don't know. It absolutely yeah. is. No, I, I don't take offense. I, Good. Like, I don't. I, I don't. I, you know, I wrestled in the second highest weight class that existed in high school. I understood, you know. My mom, I got slightly insulted when my mom said at one point, you know, that I've always been a little bruiser. <laughs> You've mentioned that on the show before. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like, I get it. And the fact that I would need to bulk up to be Dave Mastiff, I'm like, all right, I can be. You can live with that. <laughs> I can be Dave Mastiff Jr. Sure. There you go. <clears throat> little bomber. Um, just it's it's just coming across my Twitter timeline right now. Uh, Rocky Johnson, the Rock's father, has passed away. Oh, that's too bad. So, thoughts go out to uh, The Rock and his family and the whole extended uh, clan there. Um, but yes, so yes, you, I wanted to see Dave Mastiff versus Cassius Ono as well. So I'm hoping we will. Does this does this mean you're going to watch NXT UK every single week on the award-winning WWE Network? I doubt it. Yeah. For the most part, I'm not sure that NXT UK is really my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some of it that I like, and I do like some of the, you know, more technical wrestling that some of those guys bring forward. But there's also just a lot of, I don't know, there's something about the style that's just not always hitting for me. I'm not sure. I, I, it's difficult Are for me to explain. Are you not a fan of strong style? Do you think that's it? Cause, Maybe. Because there's something to, you know, the matches were, f- I enjoyed most of them. I'm trying to see if I can remember all of them. I like the tag match. That was a car wreck, which is what it was supposed to be. The ladder match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Coffey versus Walter was a Haas fight, so I enjoyed that. Too long, uh, but yeah, good. Yeah, well, and that was where I was going, is they're all too long. Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin. Everyone's like, oh, it's a match of the year candidate. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's January 15th. Calm down. And second <laughs> of all, um, it, they're too long. You know, they're, they're like I. There should I be a limit on the number of false finishes you can have. I just don't feel like Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Bay. Like it was a good match. I'm not taking anything away from those two guys. It was a great exhibition, if you will. But I don't know. I don't think I saw anything in there that was match of the year candidate worthy. I, it's just it's the same thing. I mean, obviously, everybody always talks about Twitter being a cesspool and wrestling. Twitter is garbage and so on and so forth. But I think the opposite is also true. And I don't I don't mean this. I just think it also it goes the other way. Yeah, it also trends towards hyperbole. Yes. And I, I just I don't necessarily think that that's it's always so deserving. And maybe again, that could be because I haven't been watching. Maybe that was the blow off to some three month feud and it really helped culminate and tie some stuff together. But I feel like that component needs to be there too. Well, and also I I think I, you know, if we're saying, okay, on January 1st, we've seen no other matches. And let's say you didn't watch wrestle kingdom. Um, so you've watched a couple of raws and a couple of smackdowns and a couple of NXTs. Yeah, sure. That's the, Best match you've seen this year. Yeah, but I feel like when you say match the year candidate, you're like, oh yeah, this is so good. I'll be talking about it in December. You know, well, and that'll be the question. Yeah, I even think by WrestleMania time, this match will be. I don't want to say forgotten. I also, Walter is their champion. I mentioned this while I was over at your house. Walter is the champion. Tyler Bate has already tried to beat Walter and failed. Jordan right. Devlin is two is even smaller than Tyler Bate. Despite, as you pointed out, his very square head. So, 
Very square. So what is the what is the ceiling for this? Like, yeah, if he were to show up on NXT, could he wrestle Adam Cole? Sure. He's that size. But in this promotion, unless they come up with a mid-card title, you're going to wrestle Walter and lose. Yeah, probably. So. And I, I like Walter in theory. I just, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I think he was... I like this match better than the, the previous match I had yes. seen of his, which was going back quite, a, quite a ways. He um, he's definitely agile, and I can appreciate that, but it, it was overlong, and yeah, yeah, I guess maybe strong style, just... The just hitting, you know, the slapping each other in the face, the chops, you know, and I'm watching some Japanese wrestling, and that's what a lot of it is. It is kicks and elbows and forearms and you know the thing is i like some strong style like i think some sure i think alistair black is technically a strong style wrestler i like his moveset the way he delivers it you tends to be exciting but when i then i think about people like shinsuke nakamura and that's a person who i think i I like way more in theory than i do in practice Mm -hmm. Um, Asuka I like, is, I, like I think, Japanese. sort of talked about as being strong style, but yeah. I, I think she's excellent. So I don't know. Alistair Black, there's more of the martial arts mutai thing, and there is there is some extra oomph to his strikes. And I feel like he also has some of the submission and some of the high flying, like Walter yeah. won with a headlock. Which was great, and I love yeah. that he's winning matches with different moves. I always find that to be interesting, but that was pretty much a headlock. Maybe it was like the captain's hook, where it's almost like a camel clutch sort of thing. Yeah, but it, it was, was a it headlock. Was like that, yeah. That, but, was his but, yeah. Submi- that was his submission hold. Asuka does the kicks and the strikes, and then does a spinning chicken wing yeah. that makes you like jump up and down. I also so, really like that hip attack of hers, though. Like, yeah. I just It feels... I don't know. There and but in between those moves, there's high energy for both of those competitors. Walter, I feel like he has these flashes of agility, but overall, I would not call him an energetic performer. No, he's got the methodical, you know, and I think there's something to there's a place for that, but I don't know that a 40 minute match is the place for that. No. Yeah, and I don't see how long it... It was a while. We were there a while, that main event. Yeah. I mean, so. the 40 minutes really maybe is more like the tag match. I don't know how long the main event really was, but it seemed at least 10 minutes too long. But again, as you said, that seems to be a common problem, not only in all of the matches we watched that day, but it's been a problem in NXT ever since... Well, I don't know, for a long time, so... I feel like Gargano and Ciampa were the, was the first time I noticed... I was going to say, I don't know if that's where it started, but that no. is where I noticed it for sure. But that's probably because I wasn't paying attention when Shinsuke was champion and Andrade was champion and Bobby Roode was champion. Mm. I didn't care about the main event all that much. That no, point. no, at that point... There wasn't much to get excited about there. Sorry, Walter and Joe Coffey, according to Wikipedia, and I think they round up, but it was over. Tw- it was like twenty-seven minutes long, which is a long match. It is, and the tag match was twenty-five minutes. And again, I don't even. I, I won't say it wasn't a bad match. It was a good match, but too much. Also, apparently, um, Mastiff and Ono wrestled. In the matches that are going to show up on NXT UK. So if you did watch, 
tomorrow or sometime this weekend, you would be able to see that match. I might check it out. I will say the other thing I um I observed, you know, watching that show as well as the week of TV beforehand. Thank you, Mrs. Manson, by the way. She brought me some tea. How lovely. Part one. Part one. All right. Um, the thing that I noticed and that I can say that I really appreciate from the last couple of years, strange as it may sound, is the Mae Young Classic. I knew who every single person in that women's triple threat title match was. I mm-hmm. knew enough about their background. I knew I had seen them before. I was familiar with their movesets. That's, and that's, I know who those people are. And that was, the, again, I mean, Tyler Bate aside, I know more about them than I do anyone else. And maybe that's partly on me because I haven't been checking out the UK well, exclusive then, stuff. Well, now but, I'm thinking about the UK tournament because they did have one. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think, like, yeah, Jordan Devlin, I think, was part of it. I remember seeing Jordan Devlin in the tournament. Um, what was the first match? I just looked at... <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. There was some guy, the Wales? Oh, Eddie the Dennis Dragon. versus... Yeah, Eddie Dennis was injured, so he wasn't part of it. But, you know, we knew who Trent Seven was. Right. <clears throat> and thank you, because I wouldn't have remembered that match at all. The Wales. <laughs> The whales, <laughs> um, the dragon of whales, yeah. and there was some guy. I think he might have come out at some point for something. But I noticed him on the television show. He's like Drugovich or Druvanok for oh yeah, Ilya Dragunov. He uh, his entrance looks like he is taking a big old poop. <laughs> what was his name beforehand? Because he's he's another one of those. He was a famous European. He just like squats and he's doing the full body like muscle flex clench thing and he's like screaming. And I just I just picture Randy Marsh from South Park going, I'm a John. Hot, 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 hot. And, a, and it's a pound of poo coming up, rising beneath him, lifting oh, him. Did he keep his name? I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, I think he did. He was Ilya Dragunov in, uh, in Europe as well. Didn't care for that entrance at all. <clears throat> I don't get him yet. He's, you know, he's got the, he usually wears like reddish contacts. Okay. Which are interesting. Um, he had a great match with Alexander Wolf of Sanity. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, Alexander Wolf. Who knew? Who knew? That guy is actually pretty good. When you, when you watched Sanity, you were like, all right, Eric Young, we know Eric Young from TNA. Yeah. <clears throat> Killian Dane, he's got the size, he's got the look. Clearly, he's going to... Love Killian Dane. You know, Nikki Cross, fantastic. Uh, Alexander Wolf was just the other guy. And he was not only was he just the other guy, he was the other guy who namelessly replaced the first guy. Oh, that's right. Sawyer Fulton? Yeah. No, wasn't like, that Killian Dane? No, Killian Dane did that. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, you know, like he was totally the forgettable one of oh, yeah. sanity is my point. Moved, well, and then he moved over and you could make a case. He clearly he's on par with Killian Dane for having as much success. He's part of Imperium. Yeah, he doesn't have a title, but they're the main they're going to be in the main event of when worlds collide this Great. coming Saturday on the WWE Network. You coming There's, over? Bring some pho. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can come over without the pho. I know I can. Okay. Why would I? Fair, fair. Um, I just don't want you to feel like you have to bring me food. (laughs) Can I come over to your house? I will feed you. Yes, you may. Speaking of food. Thank you, Mrs. Manson. Donut? It's a banana bread bunt. Where was that? 
where was that on Sunday? Well, they're in fairness, they're gluten free and they were in the freezer at that time. <laughs> I would have enjoyed a banana bread bunt. I will say, I don't know if you've had a lot of gluten free stuff. It, it makes it just a little bit awful. I think I've told you that before. But it's, you know, it's good. I appreciate the effort. What is, what is on it? Did you put, like... There's a little bit of butter on it. We cut it in half like a bagel, heat it up, put a little bit of butter on it. So you Delicious. put butter on the banana bread bun. Yeah. A buttered banana bread bun. She was doing the exact same thing before. Alliteration is wonderful. Alliteration, alliteration. is wonderful. Baby buttered banana buns. There you go. <laughs> yeah. she, she calls it a baby bun because it's a little bun. Good for her. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so yeah, uh, it was. I enjoyed it. The company. I I tweeted this out, but I meant it. The company I thought was better than the show. Being over, you know, with I you, enjoyed being having able, you over. Being I mean, able to bring bring the food over, having a show in the middle of the day, so I don't have to like fall asleep halfway through, or like to be able to be like, oh, it's two thirty, the show's over. Let me go finish my day. That was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice difference versus those yeah. late Sunday night shows for sure. That's it. Well, yeah, the Royal Rumble is going to be, there's going to be two Royal Rumble matches. I know that's good. I know that's good, but is it good? Like no. that's, that's, that's taking an idea and not even shoving it down our throat, just overdoing it. Yeah. I honestly think two Royal Rumble matches is too much rumble. You I know it's need, different you competitors. Need to stagger but. it. Men's one year, women's one year, men's one year, women's one year. Or this is sacrilege to some people. We can have Hell in a Cell matches, not at Hell in a Cell. We can have TLC matches, not at TLC. Let's randomly have a Royal Rumble match in September. Now, now that would just be a battle royal. Not with it came out every third. We can have the greatest Royal Rumble in uh, Saudi Arabia. Speaking of which, we're going back. They are. But we knew that. They've already signed like seven yeah. years oh, yeah. of they're, deal. So they're going they're going back. That's just the thing. Whether or not you choose to watch is totally up to you. I tend not to. Well, Mainly after because, that last show, I think I have to watch. What happened in the last show? Undertaker Goldberg. Oh. <laughs> Freaking train wreck. Well, yeah. you never know what sort of awfulness well, you no, could watch by watching had, it live. Then they had the uh, Brothers of Destruction versus DX. That was also a train wreck. Not as one bad before, of a train wreck. Was that before yeah. that one? Yeah. Yeah, but, and the that was also the show where we got Titus World Slide, so... Oh. I'm just really? saying, good things happen at these awful shows. People people talk about that that gif in that moment. The man really could have, like, snapped his neck and... It was not good. <laughs> no. I'm glad that we can look back on it and laugh because he was fine. He was, like, every- under the ring... To his ankles. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. The only way you top that is if somebody does that intentionally, slides all the way under the ring, and comes out on the other side. It'd be great if somebody did that and Hornswoggle slid out the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. So, yes, uh, when Worlds Collide this Saturday, Royal Rumble this what, Sunday. What time is Worlds Collide? Is that a late one or is it midday? I think, no, it's not midday. I think it's, you know, another evening show. A U.S.-based uh, show, then. Yeah, it's at the same. I think it's in Houston because they're both going to be in Houston. I think it's it's going to be, it's taking the place of a takeover. 
Okay. But instead of it being a takeover proper, it's this. Oh, the Royal and, Rumble is this weekend? Yeah. Royal Rumble Sunday. Saturday's when worlds collide. Sunday's the Rumble. Wow. <clears throat> Next week, the week after that, NWA Hard Times. How do you watch NWA Hard Times? Fight TV. And it's $15? I don't know. Uh, well. 20 30? Somebody said somebody said that if you have Fight TV, you can just watch it. What do you mean if you works. have Fight Is that like a subscription? A person who I shall not name, but who listens to the show, emails somewhat regularly, is somebody that we know had said to me, because they knew I was catching up on NWA Power, um, emailed and said, hey, I have a Fight TV subscription. If you want to watch the first pay-per-view, which was Into the Fire, you know, I'll give you my login and you can watch it because I'm not going to be using it at the time. I didn't take him up on it, but he said, you know, oh, by the way, if you, maybe he's going to buy Hard Times and huh. then he's offering it to That's me interesting. Slash, I don't know. But I don't know how that works. Yeah, because I know we've had there was some back and forth. And I didn't want to repeat myself in the uh, in the DDT bestie chat on Twitter because I've said it on the show before. You guys were talking about AEW and how people wouldn't it be great if they were really actually doing something different. And then, you know, people are just sort of cooling on them because it's just more of the same. I wanted to say, like, I liked what they were doing. I think more of the same is fine. My problem with AEW is the business model. I can watch the television, but then they expect me to pay how much money for the go-home shows? I'm not the go-home shows, but the the payoffs? That's just not tenable anymore. Like, you need to have... I mean, I don't want to tell them how to run their business, although I'm going to. I understand. $10 a month is not a sustainable business model for everybody, especially not people who don't have these extensive back catalogs and a massive corporation already underneath them. Like, I get it, but... You need to meet me part way. Like even the UK pricing for those shows in the UK, you can get their shows for fifteen dollars. Well, pounds, I guess, or euros. I don't even know. But I, if we could pay fifteen American dollars, damn it, the American dollar, fifteen dollars, I probably would be watching AEW. Sure, honestly, I would pay fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. It's getting there. I would have to if I could get somebody to come over and split it with me. Sure, but fifteen, I would probably me and Mrs. Manson would probably curl up on the couch and I would pay fifteen dollars to watch those shows. That's the problem. I why am I going to invest in a show that I'm not interested in paying you sixty dollars? I don't. It's nice that you don't have a pay per view every month. So in some ways you could say, well, it evens out, right? They're only doing four shows. No, doesn't matter. 15 bucks. That's my limit. Yeah. Uh, NWA, I think, and I don't know the exact pricing, but I do know that if you order it early, it's cheaper. If you order it like the day of, it's one price, but they encourage you to pre-order, which I think is interesting. And again, I enjoy the NWA on YouTube. I think it's fun. The question mark is a wrestler you would love, especially since he's teamed up with Sandow. <clears throat> so there's there's things in there that I think you'd get a kick out of. But yeah, I'm I'm not gonna pay that. Like right now, I have a year long impact subscription that I already paid for. I could watch the TNA pay per views, and I don't. Like I have Wait, the ability to. The new do ones it. come included with that. Yeah. Can you watch them live, or is it after? I think you can watch them live. Huh. I will I say, know. you know, as we've been participating in the draft, I don't know if I said this on the show already. Maybe I said this to you on Saturday. I'm sorry, Sunday. Um, 
I was looking at the roster of TNA right now. I don't think I would watch those shows even well, if I it. had access to them. Like, like it's they've got a bunch of people who you know I don't know half of them. The half I do know are some debatable characters. Just Falaba. I like yeah. Falaba. I'm I'm sure in a perfect world I would keep watching the old stuff and eventually get to this stage probably in like 2054 when we're recording our 39th year of the show. But um but yeah, but I like I could watch them I think and I don't. I have New Japan. I don't know how long I'll keep it. I enjoy it, so I might keep it. And I have the WWE network. I'm not paying for anything more. I'm certainly not paying for anything that's a one-time thing. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I wouldn't mind paying it for a one-time thing. I don't need to see the show again in perpetuity, but my limit for that is $15 if I'm not going to get it in perpetuity. And even if, I, even if I get it in perpetuity, the limit is still $15. What if I'm never going to go back and rewatch these things. What if somebody goes to patreon.com slash wrestling and subscribes with the caveat, like, put $5 of this towards... X pay-per-view, so that way it comes out to $15. I mean, that's an interesting model. <clears throat> they're asking you to watch. Something like that, I'm sure. I mean, I guess so. If somebody else was going to bankroll it. Yeah. I still would feel bad spending 60 bucks on a pay-per-view. I, mean, oh, I can justify I that it's not it, mine. I was thinking NWA. Yeah. The fact that that's... I wasn't even thinking of AEW spent. They're out of their mind. I think so, too. They're going to get the hardcores, and that's it. And that's the problem. You can't survive on the hardcores. You can't. They just extended their deal. Apparently, TNT wants to put a second AEW show on the air every week. That's great. That means that they're doing well enough. But maybe maybe they're just like, you know what? We don't. I don't know. I, this Tony is that just going to be dark going on TNT? I don't know. Maybe I would doubt it. I, there was there was chat in the bestie chat. I know you don't pay super attention, but you know I suggested that it needs to be a different kind of show. Like do something either. Yeah, I mean that would know. be fun, but I don't know. They've already sort of established what that thing is, so I don't know. Well, but yeah, but are they going to start having that talent go to two shows a night, like? I don't know. I don't know how. I, I don't mean, know they what could. The gonna they're wind they're up certainly not using every, all of their talent every week. And in fact, no. even from what I was watching before, I'm not sure they were using all of their talent every two weeks. Like, yeah. they have a pretty big roster for the amount of television time they have to fill. I'm sorry, but Billy Gunn is not the world champion yet, so I'm not watching. That's fair. I mean, honestly, that's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Worlds Collide, the Rumble. You want to know anything about it? Do you care? Do you want to just move on to the emails? What are we thinking? What's the rumble? What are the matches? Uh, yeah, and, and for Worlds Collide. What are the matches for both? Worlds Collide. Here we go. <clears throat> Your main event, as we saw teased at the end of uh, TakeOver Blackpool, Imperium versus Undisputed Air. That's, that's just a four on four? Yeah, eight-man tag. I don't even think it's elimination. I think it's just an eight-man tag. Okay. You've got according this is according to Wikipedia. Uh Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. I will the watch NXT the title. hell out of that. Wait, yeah. for which match? For what title? The NXT the women's title. Who's the champ? Rhea Ripley. I guess I forgot. For some reason I yeah. I, I was still stuck on the idea. She beat Shayna Baszler. A couple weeks ago she beat Shayna Baszler. Okay. 
Great. You've got Finn Balor versus the guy whose entrance you love, Ilya Dragunov. Wait a minute. That guy's a UK wrestler. Oh, right. Worlds collide. <laughs> Wait. So what if Tony Storm wins? She's going to take the NXT Women's title to the UK show? No, I presume. I think she's NXT. Like, I think she's moving over like Rhea Ripley is. But, so Rhea Ripley is moving over to the UK? Rhea Ripley was in the UK. So they're both moving over to the US. Correct. So how is that a Worlds Collide match? They haven't technically moved over yet. And maybe Tony Storm isn't. Maybe Tony Storm's staying in the UK. But what I had read was that she, both she and Rhea Ripley were moving over. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, Finn Balor versus Dragunov. And then there's going to be some sort of cruiserweight match. Angel Garza is the champion. Okay. He's the guy I said who's Alberto Del Rio done right. I thought the cruiserweight championship right. was a raw property. No, it's now... Its own entity, and they actually talk about it. It is the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, that so makes why, way more sense. So why we still do 205 Live after SmackDown, I have no idea. I think that's eventually going to go away, and it'll just be... I think so, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it'll be some sort of fatal four-way match. We don't know the participants yet, but a fatal four-way match for the Cruiserweight title. Cool. That should be good. So Doesn't matter who it is. That should yeah. be fun. And then the Rumble, um, besides the two Rumble matches... Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan again. Sure. Which is good. Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Great. And is Asuka still a tag team champion? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Y yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a face you just made. <laughs> I believe, and I could be wrong, I believe in a recent women's tag team match, Kyrie Zane got either a stinger or a, like a mild. She got her bell rung. So I'm wondering if this is she can't, you know, they're going to keep her on the shelf for a month or so. So let's do this Oscar thing while we have the time. Okay. Well, that means she but probably she might, won't win, but I don't know. I don't know. Be Becky's been doing the story. Like, I have all these accolades. I did this. I did this. I did this. I did this. And none of it matters because I've never beaten Asuka, which I do suppose is the story that says, yes, this is the time she eventually does it. But I don't know. Asuka and her green mist has been kicking booty. I love the green mist. Oh, and by the way, I saw one Jason Molotov <laughs> pondering on Twitter saying he never, I'm paraphrasing, I never understood how the burning mist was a problem to get in people's eyes, but was okay to hold in your mouth. And uh, Jason, I know you're probably not listening, but do you have any idea how eyes work? <laughs> I mean, I'm not really seriously asking that question, but like, think about it. You could hold sand in your mouth. It wouldn't be comfortable. It wouldn't taste good. I don't recommend swallowing it, but you could hold sand in your mouth. But imagine, Jason, if you will, if somebody were to take a handful of sand and throw it into your eyes. We can move uh, on. We can move on. No, I just want to savor that for a minute. <laughs> oh, man. I love this show. Uh -huh. <laughs> the best part of my day. Um, yeah, I could go through, you know, oh, I, I didn't say the best for last match. Better than Roman Reigns. No, I'm spoiling it. Better than <laughs> Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan. Better than um, Becky Lynch, Asuka. Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Get the fuck on. 
Why are they yeah, still I, doing that match? I feel I like know. I have seen that match 15 times this last year. This is know. like this is like John Cena, Randy Orton levels. Nobody wants to see it anymore. As of this moment, um, 17 men have announced for the Rumble. Nobody from NXT. The rumor was it was going to be 10, 10, and 10. Um, it still could be, I suppose. Um, Brock Lesnar's entering number one. Right. And there have only been four women that is have it, been announced. A uh, 30-person match still? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. But, you know, I mean, there's only two women on the card otherwise, so they've got a big pool to pick from. They do. We'll and, see our know. Sarah Logans and our yeah. Nia Jaxes. She's already, uh, Sarah Logan's already announced. Who's the four the that are announced? Sarah Logan? Charlotte, Alexa, Nikki Cross, Sarah Logan. Cool. I, I did see a little bit on Twitter. Somebody had posted a, a, a little thing, and I, I really liked watching uh, R-Truth undeclare himself for the Royal <laughs> Rumble match. I don't know if you saw that segment. Yes. Uh, once he realized that it was... Brock Lesnar and not Paul Heyman, who had been <laughs> <laughs> announced to be in the match. Uh, yeah, I thought that was clever. Our I liked that. Our truth is fun. No way, Jose took to Twitter and is publicly declared he wants to be entrant number two. Great, that's so. going to work out real well for you, of No Way. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it's going to be a fun week of wrestling. It's going to be a fun weekend of wrestling. Um, I blame the draft, by the way. I think I, I don't know if I said this last week, but I blame the draft. Oh, yeah. The draft, it's more than the Rumble itself, has had me thinking about wrestling. And that was and apparently fair, what I needed. You have, you have always said that the Rumble was probably going to bring you back in, in some form or fashion. I really and, do think that the credit goes to the draft over the Rumble. It happens hey. to be Rumble time, but... Hey, um, let's talk about it's it's very inside baseball, but uh, your current announced team for your draft class, uh, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, Cole, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, Nigel McGinnis, Mauro Ranallo and Vic Joseph. And frankly, if I have my way, my next two picks will be Renee Young and Beth Phoenix. Where's Tom Phillips? I don't need Tom Phillips. Somebody else can draft Tom Phillips. <laughs> if you want, I just will let you know that Stu Bennett, a.k.a. Bad News, or yeah, Stu Bennett, a.k.a. Bad News Barrett, is technically on the commentary team for NWA. Oh, that's done. Come hurry on <laughs> and hurry up and send that round back to me. All right. Um, this morning, we had zero emails when I woke up. Now, we have seven Including a couple of either not first time, one first timer, I think, uh, and a couple of just non regulars. So, podcast at ddtwrestling.com is where you send those emails. The first one comes from Bosk. Hello, DC and Doc. What was up with Tessa this weekend? Too lazy to Google anything. Doc, any fun horror movie recommendations? Going to try and find time to watch Headhunter at some point this weekend. Wrestling has been okay as of late, still a fan of both NXT brands, as well as looking forward to Rumble Weekend. Best to you and yours, Bosk, sent from his iPhone. So Tessa Blanchard basically tweeted on Twitter because she was having That's an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, she tweeted. Um, you know, this, you know, sometimes women should support each other if you do cool things happen. I'm paraphrasing, but it's essentially what she said. And this was probably because 
that Sunday, she was going to be in a match with Sammy Callahan, uh, potentially f- to become the first women uh, heavyweight champion of the T- it's not TNA anymore, of the Impact, Impact. promotion. Um, Spoil- are we spoiling yeah, it? Yeah, spoiler alert, she won. Yeah. But uh, so this kind of just brought people out of the woodwork. And so apparently, allegedly, Tessa has said and done some things over the years that were unsupportive unsupportive and in at least one instance racist. Um, And yeah, a lot of wrestlers sort of came out of the woodwork to call her out. She denied it, denied it, denied it. And has mostly just gone away. Even after the title win, after the pay-per-view, um, they did not allow Tessa to talk to the press. Because, quite frankly, it's a real bad look right now. Yeah. It was a real bad look. Now, again, I don't know how long they've been building this story. Obviously, these two have feuded for a while. I am sure they did not want to do any sort of last-minute change to the booking. But there was a lot. Like People just kept adding to the symphony of you did this to me and you did this to me and you were a part of the Mae Young classic and you were, you know, not very friendly towards any of the other women in the thing. And while I don't need her necessarily to be, you know, Mr. Rogers necessarily and happy go lucky and helping everybody, it sends a message as I tweeted out, it sends a message to people, young people, especially if they're paying attention that if you basically are incredibly selfish and put yourself first at the expense of others and are potentially uh, against other cultures, creeds or religions, you, you get ahead in life and make history. So yeah, I'm not wild about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think everybody grows as they live, and it's entirely possible. I mean, hey, it's entirely possible none of this happened, right? It could just be sure. a smear campaign. Um, I think that's unlikely given the yeah. number of people that have spoken out. However, yeah. it's a possibility. But that saying yeah. that that said, if it did in fact occur, I would like to think that people grow. I would appreciate some sort of comment other than I'm not going to dignify that with a response. You could say yeah. something like, "Yes, that happened." And it was wrong then, and I am very sorry for it. Triple H made some joke at Paige's expense um, on, I don't know if it was a radio interview or on some show, and obviously didn't go well. And Renee Young stood up for Paige, and the Bella Twins stood up for Paige, and Triple H publicly made it, you know, tweeted out, I reached out to Paige and apologized. I'm very sorry if I offended anyone. It was an off the cuff remark. Yeah. And 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 you know what? What's funny, though, is and again, this is one remark versus potentially a history of other things. But I saw a lot of people being like, oh, come on. It was just a joke. You have like people were defending Triple H in a way that they weren't necessarily defending defending Tessa. And again, totally different. There's a lot of people that were defending Tessa, including some people who, uh, you know, used to have shows on a network with which we were once affiliated And I was just looking at some of that, and I was like, oh, boy. Was he defending it in a rant? Um, Or is this somebody else? Related. Oh. They're all idiots. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. So, what else? Give me a... What was the other part? Oh, horror movie recommendations. Oh, yeah. The Headhunter. 
He says he's going to try to watch that this weekend. I would recommend that. That was fun. I don't know if I talked about it on the show before, but I did sit down and watch it. Um, it's, I think it's a nice looking film. I mean, especially when you consider that it was made for like, I think they said like $30,000. Like this movie looks like, I don't get me wrong. I saw some article where people were like, it looks like a $30 million film. It doesn't look like a $30 million film, but it does look like a $500,000 film. Like it looks real good for the budget they put into it. Cinematography is beautiful. Um, the locations are beautiful and it's a fun little story. Um, there aren't a ton of special effects. What's there is um, serviceable, but overall, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I would definitely recommend actually finding time to watch it. I, I liked it. I thought that was really good. Have you seen the trailer for the New Mutants movie, or have you heard anything about the New Mutants movie? No. What's Mutants? And there's been a movie before? New Mutants, comic series, kind of X-Men, the new class sort of thing. Um, and they're making a movie, and it's going to be... It, the trailer looks very much like it's a horror movie that just happens to have superheroes. Okay. Um, who is making it? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Is it Marvel, or is it Fox? Or, I mean, I know Fox um, is Disney now, so technically that would be Marvel. I guess. I guess. Let me see. I don't know. I'm just curious who's making it. because Distributed by 20th Century Fox... Initially developed to be part of the X-Men film series. Okay, so this is still stuff that was really developed by Fox. Yeah, I, I yeah. whatever. Did you hear that the um, the director for Doctor Strange yes. was let go, which was supposed to be the first horror movie in the Marvel franchise? Let go due to creative differences, which of course means that movie will be watered down and we will just get another Marvel movie. I don't know what anybody else expected, really, but I, that one made me sad. I was actually sort of looking forward to something different coming from that machine, but apparently that's not allowed. So, you know. You think that's where they're going? He went too far in the horror direction and they wanted to make something a little more. Yeah, I mean, he had initially said that, and then even in recent times you notice in a couple interviews when he was asked about it he walked the statement back where he was saying things more like well there's probably going to be some sequences you know what i mean and then it came out i don't know i think they should have gone that way i think so too you've done you've done all of these multiverse of madness i mean now it's time now it's time to get into the more i think so because you could have different. easily done a noir movie with any sort, like you could have done whether it was Spider Man noir or any sort of other, you know. That's my problem with the Marvel movies. I still enjoy them; they're still fun, but I don't look forward to them because they're all the same. Sure. I just wish they would give us something a little bit different. Um, that said, still haven't seen the Joker. Heard it's going back to theaters because of all the Oscar nominations. Maybe I'll check it out, but I don't really care. Yeah, I don't have any interest. Yeah, I really don't. I'm glad. <clears throat> I'm glad a superhero movie is doing well. Um, I'm glad that people are interested. I'm glad that it's getting some, you know, award buzz. But I don't care. No. I care about the next email, which comes from Glenn. Hi guys. Seeing a tweet from DC the other day in his quest of New Japan prompted this question. What would be your five big matchups in a fight of monsters versus wrestlers? Thanks, Glenn. I think this came from, I tweeted out a picture, I don't know if you saw it, or in the draft 
I drafted Minoru Suzuki, um, and I put a picture up of him pile driving some sort of monster set in some sort of cityscape sort of thing. He and Kota Ibushi apparently were part of a, it's not like a kaiju big battle sort of thing, but were part of some monster movie. Well, I mean, I was just asked for horror movie recommendations. This really isn't a horror movie. It's more of a kaiju campy movie. But there's a movie, uh, it's a Japanese movie, so subtitled. It's on, I've seen it on quite a few streaming services. I want to say it's on Shudder, and if you're going to be sitting down to watch Headhunter, you must have Shudder, because I believe it's exclusive on there. Uh, look up Big Man Japan, because it's basically the same concept. It's this guy, a sumo wrestler, basically, who's like this guy who transforms into a giant sumo wrestler to fight um, giant monsters in Japan. It's It's fun. It's a dumb little flick, but... Worth checking out if you're into that sort of stuff. Um, so who would you like to who would you like to take on Godzilla? Well, this isn't a wrestler per se, although maybe he's been in wrestling, so maybe this would be allowed. You'd have to tell me. But I don't know if you remember back in I don't know if it was late eighties or the nineties, there was a huge it was a commercial, there was a comic book, uh Godzilla versus Charles Barkley. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. That's what you want to see. Well, you know. I'm sure Charles Barkley, back in the Nitro days, was on TNT at some point. I don't know if he wrestled. <clears throat> Carl Malone wrestled. I remember that. Dennis Rodman has wrestled. Not sure if Charles Barkley wrestled, but I, the problem is, you know, the monsters, like those monsters, you're talking your big Godzilla-type monsters. I don't want to watch Roman Reigns get turned into a 40-foot guy to Superman punch Godzilla. No, I don't either. The Fiend, however, would be interesting. But if we're talking like horror movie villains, like, you know, Freddy Krueger or Jason or I want Eric Rowan to take on Jason. Why? I don't know. Okay. All right. Eric Rowan has some gimmick where he's walking around with a cage and anyone who looks inside the cage is terrified of whatever's in the cage, but it's covered so you can't see it. How big is this cage? It looks like it would hold like a chinchilla or so, you know, like a cat carrier. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I I think it bit him the other day. He like was like talking to it and bit him in the finger. I don't know. Maybe it's all of the uh, hair that Daniel Bryan shaved off. (laughs) That would be funny. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think. Dracula, the Wolfman. Are these good? Are are they human sized or are they now? I want the great Kali to wrestle Frankenstein. So you're just going to do a mirror matchup. And the Yeti from WCW will take on the mummy. Yeah, of course. All right. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Our next email comes from Rob over at Ringside Center, and it is called Email. Hey, guys. I heard you didn't receive any emails this week, so I thought I'd drop one. I haven't watched an entire wrestling show in over two months. Gotta say, as a fan for over 35 years, it was easy to step away. When I reflect on it, I began wondering how much the toxic fan base we are exposed to on the old Twitter box aided in my dwindling fandom. Curious if you guys have felt like this. All the best, Rob. I think the problem is exactly what you said. It's both ends of the spectrum. You've got hyperbole and you've got toxicity. Because every single thing that happens is either the greatest thing that's ever happened or the worst thing that's ever happened. And that is exhausting. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. There's not enough people in the middle who are like, some things are good, some things are bad, but most of it's okay. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, 
I, I, I fall on that scale as well, right? On this show, my whole shtick is I'm always talking about how terrible everything is. But I, I don't know. When Roman Reigns got hit in the head with that briefcase, you thought it was the greatest thing ever. Like, you, go, you will go that way. It was hilarious. I'm glad he wasn't seriously hurt because that would have been awful. Yeah. But, you know. But I get what you're saying. You know, yes, if if you don't like the storyline now where Rusev and Liv Morgan are teamed up against Lana and Bobby Lashley, that's fine. But let's not talk about how this is the worst Raw has ever been. Come on. <laughs> well, it is the lowest rated it's ever been. Yeah, but I'm not worried about that. I'm talking about I'm watching Raws from, you know, 94 and 95, and there are some awful shows. I know. I, I actually I did start at one point when the network was relatively new. I had started a quest to watch all of the Attitude Era shows, the Raws, the pay-per-views, because sure. I'd never seen them before. I wasn't watching wrestling at that time. The thing that I quickly discovered, I only got four or five episodes in, and I was like, most of this show is unwatchably bad. Yeah. Like the highlight reel of stuff that we see all the time, that stuff is real good. Yeah. But those are brief. Those are but brief moments in hours of junk and garbage and things that are definitely questionable in terms of modern cultural acceptable sensibilities. Yes. Yeah, and when you're a teenager watching it, it's different, and you might like the whole Val, Val Venus choppy choppy sort of thing was like funny in the sense that I liked Beavis and Butthead's movie. But do America? That was it. Thank you. I was like Beavis and Butthead something. Yeah. All right. Our next email comes from Danielle. Good afternoon. Thank you guys for reading all those emails last week, as you always do. Any exciting plans for MLK Extended Weekend? When Worlds Collide, Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. I don't have to go to work on Monday. I have thought of that. GQ doesn't get photo. I left my question card at home, but as I sit here on the shuttle bus park and ride system, I've got a question about the Rumble. Who would be the one who doesn't win, but who would be the one you'd want to win? So the person that's not going to win, but we want to win? Yeah, I think so. Okay. DC and Doc, how would your draft people stack up against each other? For example, you're both number one picks against each other. And pick another random number draft person to see if they would match against your podcast buddy. Hope that made sense. Recovering from the flu during the first week of classes, Danielle. Oh, that's no fun. Being sick in college was rough. I think you should actually pull up the draft so we can give names. But I'm I'm just going to guarantee that my people will be defeated by your people almost across the board. Half of my roster are commentators. <laughs> Once we get to the lower rounds, yes. <laughs> but so my first round, I drafted originally Keith Lee and Matt Riddle and then wound up trading Matt Riddle for Braun Strowman. So technically my first round is Keith Lee and Braun Strowman. Your first round is The Fiend. I'm presuming we're going one-on-one. Sure. So Braun Strowman versus The Fiend would be good, but I think The Fiend would win because Braun Strowman never wins anything. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, even if it was a handicap match versus The Fiend, where The Fiend is right now, oh, he's gonna The win. Fiend wins. Yeah. Uh, round two, I have Rusev, and again, I had Nakamura, but now I have Razar from the Authors of Pain. You have Aleister Black and Asuka. You're 2-0. I am! All right. I'm going to need the commentator part. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I have the trio of Baron Corbin, 
Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, you have Pac. So maybe I win just from sheer numbers. Although Drew McIntyre is he's the dark horse. Drew McIntyre just Corbin and yeah. La- if it was just Corbin and Lashley, you'd have won again. Yeah, and and even in that one on one match, I could see Drew McIntyre taking that. So yeah, uh, fourth round, Sheamus and Heavy Machinery against John Moxley. <laughs> well, if John Moxley had a chainsaw, sure. Yeah. Um, round five is interesting. Brock Lesnar versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. I mean, the problem with that is that's actually a really good matchup because the way Brock Lesnar is booked in the WWE, he would win that match. Sure. But the way Jericho has been booked so far in AEW suggests he would win that match. Yeah. I'm skipping around to the good matchups. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Darby Allin. I'd like to see that match. That's all I know. Uh, Jeff Cobb, a.k.a. Matanza versus Johnny Gargano. I mean, well, yeah. I don't care who wins. That would be. I fun still match. watch it. Yeah, but Matanza probably wins. Um, here's one that I think you definitely win: the Viking Raiders versus Io Shirai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like round fifteen because I drafted uh, Ryan, the Ultimate Warrior. Yes. Because he did commentary um, versus Michael Cole and Corey Graves. I think Corey Graves is going to edge him out there. He's got some skills. Uh, yeah. Well, let's not forget, one, Michael Cole is undefeated at WrestleMania. He is. He is. Uh, and then the last one is uh, Cassius Ono versus Moro Ronaldo. Sorry, Moro. <laughs> yeah. Mamma mia. All right. Um, so who would be the person you want? Who do you want to win the Rumble? Not even knowing who's Brock in Brock Lesnar. Who do you want to win the Rumble? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, well. He might win. <laughs> he might. That would be funny. Then, so then, what happens if he wins? Does he go on and challenge the fiend and unify the titles? Does he just be like, I, I guess I don't have a match. Bye, everybody. Like I said, I think that he would assume he doesn't have a match, but then he would get stuck in some sort of awful gauntlet type situation. Yeah, um, I'm actually gonna look and see who's announced really quick. Who do I want to win? Who do I want to win? Who do I want to win? None of these people. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, there you go. He won't or win, Seth. but. Either of those would be Drew fun. McIntyre is a guy who I want to see at, at the top of that mountain at some point. Yeah. Either that or Buddy Murphy, who is now part of the new stable with Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah. I'm like, oh, so you're CM Punk now. And, you know, authors of I've said it before, uh, and I'll say it again. Seth Rollins has never been cool. The next email comes from Kev. Happy New Year. Evening, chaps. First email of the new year from me. Boy, oh boy. It could be a cracker, uh, but it probably won't be. What's the weirdest smell you have ever smelt? Thanks, Kev. Get Outlook for iOS message clipped. View entire message. What is the weirdest smell I have ever smelt? It's not the worst smell. It's the, it's the weirdest. weirdest smell. What quali- What classifies a weird smell? An unexpected smell? No. Hmm. I haven't smelled it, but uh, it's been in the news. What is it? Gwyneth Paltrow and her candle? You heard about this? The goop candle? This candle smells smells like like my vagina? Why? I bet you that's the weirdest thing I'd ever smell if I smelled it. And the thing that I think is funny about it, if you read like the ingredients, it doesn't actually smell like a vagina. It smells like... You know, 
potpourri or something. So what she's actually suggesting is that her vagina is very pleasant to smell, as opposed to this candle actually smelling like a vagina. Does she, like, put it in there? I don't think so. Not the candle. I'm assuming that she just sort of, you know, blasts the nether regions with some perfume. herself? What's that? Does she Febreze herself? Essentially. I think that's what she's getting at, yeah. I can't imagine that's pleasant. Not the same as getting it in your eyes. I do know how eyes work. <laughs> but... What did you get in your eyes, DC? Febreze. Oh, I was concerned for a moment. Although one time. Yikes. Uh, our next email comes from Mitchell Monroe. First wrestling question that pops into my head. If you could make your own elimination chamber and select any six active wrestlers in the world right now to compete in it, WWE or otherwise, who would you pick and why? You can answer separately or as a unit up to you. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put Pac in there right away because it's an elimination chamber. and There's all sorts of things to climb up and jump off of. Sure. So uh, um, he's on the brain right now. I'm going to put Drew McIntyre in there because there's all sorts of things to throw people into and through. Yes, for sure. Um, I guess I'd like to see uh, who's someone cowardly who would try to hide in one of the pods. Uh, Aaron Stevens. Who the hell is Aaron Stevens? Damian Sando. Ah, OK. All right. All right, I can see that. I, I do think, again, get a YouTube app. You probably have a YouTube app for your TV. Just start with episode 10. Why? Although some of the, well, some of the Aaron Stevens stuff. So after the first pay-per-view, the shows just got way better, I thought. Okay. Um, Marty, Marty Skrull shows up at one point, who I know you're interested in. But yeah. the Aaron Stevens stuff leading up to that was pretty amazing because he's he would show you you know little snippets from the movies he's been in sure i mean he, he's dressed like a pirate for he a while he was in impact for a while doing like a liberace gimmick and i it was weird but i that man is entertaining i think he is oh and yeah and the stuff he's doing now because now he's known as shooter stevens and because he's trained in karate and so he's a champion right now and he's a third degree champion, and he put the little stripes on the belt. It's it's very yeah, good. Jer- sounds Jeremy all right. said I should watch it, and now I've I've caught up because the first couple episodes I was kind of like eh, but I now I've caught up. Like I told almost. you, Dave Lagana supposedly is writing that thing, and I've always enjoyed his work, <clears throat> whether it was in WWE or when he worked for TNA. I always thought he was a good writer. Yeah. The advertisement they put for this episode from yesterday was. We gave Scott Steiner a microphone. Yes, we did. <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing. See, that's yes. what I'm talking about. Yes, that sounds all they're right. A wrestling co- they're a wrestling company that is aware of themselves, and it works really. well. I like that. Uh, all right, so we have uh, Aaron Stevens, Pac, Drew McIntyre. I mean, it seems like a Moxley match, but I, I don't. I don't feel strongly. Sure, sure. I put Ricochet in there just oh, so Pac yeah. has someone to flip with. Uh huh. All right, so Stevens, Moxley, McIntyre, Ricochet, Pop. And hell, I'd like to see Aleister Black in there, because I feel like he could go toe-to-toe with Drew McIntyre. Done. So. Done. All right. That's a good That's show. That's a good I'd match right match. there. I'd watch that match. We only we need three different people. promotions to get together and uh, allow each other the rights. Right. But. All right. The last email comes from Sean. This might be a first-timer. I think this is Cookie Boy, who 
was at Wrestle Kingdom, like went to oh, Wrestle cool. Kingdom, was in Japan. So he and I have been chatting about New Japan lately. DDT question, who would you like to see inducted into this year's Hall of Fame? One from each, women's, men's, and tag team. Sean, and he is Cookie Boy with a zero for the O in boy on Twitter and an I. So Cookie B zero I. Cookie Boy. Oh, Hall of Fame. Well, we already know Batista's getting in. Really? But who would I like to see? Uh, I think he's the headliner. This is going to be a. This is probably an insulting question, but because I don't remember, is Randy Savage in there yet? Yes. Okay. Owen Hart. No. I'd like to see Owen Hart. I don't believe Miss Elizabeth. <coughs> Actually, Miss Elizabeth might be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You have the auto complete, so you type in "Is Miss Elizabeth," and the first thing is "Is Miss Elizabeth dead?" I think that's one that we know the answer to. Thank you, though. Yeah. Okay, so she has been. She is okay. All right. Yeah she she got inducted in 2017. Shows you how much I pay attention. The weird thing to is the Hall of Fame. Like, because you know he 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 poses the question: women's men tag team, women. Like, I know that we have had some women from the Attitude Era inducted, but I feel like a good number of those now. Have happened. We've got Trish. We've got Lita. We've got mm-hmm. um, Tori Wilson. We've maybe maybe we're due for Sable just because she was around and yeah. she's still connected with Brock Lesnar. But like you know, we've we've done Jacqueline at this point. Have we done Jazz? Yeah. No. So like I just I feel like we're starting to run out of people from that period, and then I start thinking about the period between that. Kelly Kelly. Like, I don't think anybody from that era. Eve Torres will. Yeah, but. Eventually, AJ Lee will. AJ, yeah, but like, honestly, like, if you tell me, like, I understand Eve Torres was a big deal at the time, but you tell me Eve Torres had a Hall of Fame worthy career? Sure. Michelle McCool might. I mean, yeah, she will. Maria Kanellis might. I could see, I'd like to see, um,. What is her name? Layla. Layla. Michelle. Lay cool. Sure. Uh, bring them yeah. in. Sure. Yeah. I think my my answer is with women's men's tag team. It would be Victoria. Oh, yeah. The Mountie. Is Victoria not in? No. Molly Holly is, though, right? Molly Ringwald? Ring, yes. Uh, not Ringwald. She was an actress. What is her name? Greenwald? Greenwood. Greenwood? Molly Greenwood? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. Victoria. The Mountie. Demolition. That would be my my three. All right. Here comes the axe. There goes the smash. I think right. we should probably put DX in again. Well, the NWO is getting in. That's the other thing. It's Batista and the NWO. So Hogan's going in again. Third time. Hall and Nash are going in again. Wait, the NWO wasn't already in. No. No, Kevin Nash. I think got inducted on his own. Scott Hall got actually Kevin Nash. I don't know if he's been inducted. This might be a first for him, and it's the first for uh, Sean Waltman, six Pac, one two three kid. Really? He was brought in as part of DX, wasn't he? Oh, maybe he was. Either way, I don't know. But yeah, NWO and Batista, I think, headline this year's class. But all right, whatever. It is what it is. I don't. I should care about the Hall of Fame being a his, the history buff that I am, but I don't. What I do care about is that you've joined us on episode two hundred and six. Of this fantastic episode or this fantastic podcast uh, that I'm thinking are going to be titled is going to be titled. Do you know how eyes work? (laughs) (laughs) 
if you want <laughs> absolutely seems... um uh doc manson is there anything you'd like to say? Oh, piece of positivity. Was, piece of was, positivity. For a second, I thought. I almost forgot. I thought I was going to get away without it for the first time ever. Sorry. My apologies. Uh, what is your piece of positivity heading into this week? Hmm. My piece of positivity this week would. I need to start, like, texting yeah, you. Yeah, you like, do. Come up with you one really in the do. All right. What's yours? <laughs> Not as easy as it looks, is it? I've just got so many things. I'm watching all these great wrestling shows. No, mine is that uh, we watched wrestling together. Yeah, it was fun. In the day in the daytime. And yeah, it wasn't the greatest show I've ever seen, but it didn't matter because I was with good company. It was a good show. I think you're back in, maybe not full time, maybe not every week, maybe you know, you're done after the rumble, but for this brief moment. We had a we had a podcast that was ninety percent wrestling talk. Last week was a lot of wrestling talk too. In fairness, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I hear you. Like we're we're heading back in that direction, and I think that's because it's mania season. Yeah, and so, all right. So yeah, that's that's what I'm going to say. You are you piggybacking on mine? I mean, I, I just I sort of just want to say the draft, but I think I said that last week. You can save the draft again. I as as the, I've been looking the, forward the, to it this week. I keep checking in on on the chat. I keep waiting for my name to come back around. I really have. I've been. I keep loving, enjoying every announcer because <laughs> you have eight of them. <laughs> I well, I mean, at some point, I said to myself, "There's nobody else that I really want to draft." If I tie up all the announcers, maybe people will trade me for them. And I immediately put a bunch of those people on the trading block. I have gotten zero inquiries. So apparently this strategy I, does not work. No, I think it will work. I think people are people are enjoying it. I think you got to keep mentioning it because, you know, I love the Brandons dearly. I love them both. I love Brandon Banks. I love Brandon Mack. But the draft comes to a standstill <laughs> when one or both of them are up. And I think it's just hard to keep going. But I, I'm considering trading you for Vic Joseph. I won't, I won't lie. I almost drafted him, and then I wanted... Who did I draft? I don't even, oh, I drafted Cassius Owner. See, the problem um, is I'm not going to take some second-run guy for any of my talent. You're going to have to offer me something good. I drive a hard bargain. I would trade you The Undertaker for Vic Joseph. Uh, Jeremy tried to trade me The Undertaker for I'm just, Alistair I'm Black asking. or something? That's it. I laughed That's at it. him. I literally I laughed understand. at him. Jeremy goes out. Jeremy tries the most outlandish trade and then tries to work his way back to a reasonable ground. I'm offering you The Undertaker for Vic Joseph. I'm not even asking for... You are offering you know, me... The 2019 Undertaker for Vic Joseph. You're t- you're offering me one half of the performers from that match at Crown Jewel, that that riveting performance for the person who might be the underdog best commentator in the WWE right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying that's not a fair trade. It is the Undertaker. Okay. I hear you, but this is not the Undertaker of 20. 20- would you like Bobby Lashley? Would you like Bobby Lashley? I would not. I would trade you Bobby Lashley for Vic Joseph. <laughs> I would not. I would take Bobby Lashley over the Undertaker at this point. So you're heading in the right direction. Sure. Uh, I'll have to think about that because I would offer you some of the Japanese guys, but you don't know who they are. <laughs> All right. 
now we can get to this point. Doc Manson, anything you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? Email us. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Listen to our shows. ddtpod.com. Or wherever you listen to podcasts. Finally, patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling. We don't put a lot of extra content there. But your financial contributions are appreciated because they help support the show and our hosting for the show. We have said multiple times that if people wanted to like suggest to us, hey, if you did this, you know, we've talked about potentially doing a list. Jeremy and I have talked about potentially reviving the list. Nobody seems like nobody cares. That's our show. Apathy to the extreme. <laughs> You've heard of the Acolyte Protection Agency. (laughs) (laughs) We are the Apathy Protection Agency. There you go. (laughs) We are the APA. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining us. This really did. This made my day. I was in a bad mood. Now I'm in a great mood. Until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie? Cha-cha-cha.